The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 177 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas. And unfortunately, the Spurs lost their 15th game in a row to the Minnesota Timberwolves. A very encouraging effort by your San Antonio Spurs as they lost by a score of 102-94. It really took a big fourth quarter for the Timberwolves to, to really lock in that win. They outscored us 31-23 to in the fourth quarter. That seemed to be the most pivotal, and really overall in the second half. First half was neck and neck, very competitive basketball. But as we know, the Spurs this year playing four quarters has been a tough task for them to string together a game. But uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves were led by Rudy Gobert, who had 16 points and 21 rebounds. Pretty impressive outing from another Frenchman going against our own Frenchman. Drew, what were your thoughts about this one? Yeah, I thought it was a rough game. Shots weren't falling. We'll get to that later. But we shot 37% from the field and 22, 22% from the three-point line. That's not going to work. Um, only two guys with – only four guys with double figures in this one, so five guys. So we weren't uh, moving the ball around that well this game. And only 94 points. Uh, that has to be one of the lows of the season. What were your thoughts? Yeah, that was uh, very – I mean, this that shooting percentage alone really made it made it difficult to see – uh, you know, a chance to win. I mean, when you're shooting that low. Fortunately for us, we held the Timberwolves to only, what were they at, 41%. So, I mean, that kept us in the game. So we we're having better defensive games. Just the offensive output wasn't necessarily there to be able to win that game. You know, a lot of times in the NBA, it's a race to 100. But uh, tonight, you know, the, the Timberwolves got the better of us on that one. That drops our record to 3-17 and 17 overall and improves the Minnesota Timberwolves to a really impressive 16 wins and 4 losses on the season. Let's listen to some words from uh, Victor Wimanyama after this game, and then we'll get to our top two, bottom two. Here's Vic. You know, first team in the West, they score uh, 112 points a game. And, uh, yeah, they had a 21 points second quarter, 25 I think first quarter. So it's it's promising, it's promising. But um, and of course our shots weren't falling tonight either. So we you know we're gonna take everything we can to be better. How much how much was that emphasis these last four days of just having better performances on the defense? Um, it's always you know it's. Always, so it's always been the focus, the main focus, I'd say, of the coaches. And uh, but we're we're getting it together a little bit, you know. Um, but I still feel like there's always one of us that screws up at some point, which uh, you know, which gives the the opponents uh, opportunities. But it's, when we're when all the five players in the court are connected, it's it's good. All right, so. Webinyama talking about connectivity, all five of the players connected, and that's what it takes to win at basketball. 
Let's get to our top two, bottom two. Drew, who did you have for your top two? Yeah, I think the top two was pretty easy in this matchup because not a lot of people stand it out in this one. But number one on my top two list is Devin Vassell. Another 20-plus night. He had 22 points with two assists, three rebounds, still in a block, showing his defensive presence while shooting 9 of 16 from the field and 4 of 8 from the three-point line in 31 minutes. Great night, Vassell is number one on my top two. Number two on my top two is a second person with double of twenty plus points in this one. We had Kelvin Johnson who had twenty one points, ten rebounds, a double double, shooting eight of fifteen from the field in thirty two minutes of play. That's my top two. Who do you have? I also had the same in the same exact order. I had Devin Vassell at number one. He had uh, the four three pointers are what stood out for me, and I felt like a lot of time when the game started. Inching away from us, Vassell would bring us back in. And, of course, Keldon Johnson's always steady like a rock. So that's my top two. Let's get to your bottom two, Drew. Yeah, from number one on my bottom two list, I went with Zach Collins. Another terrible night shooting the ball from Zach. He's had a lot of those this year. With 12 points while shooting 6 of 20 from the field. 0 of 6 from the three-point line. I said it last episode. He's still taking six threes a game. So he's number one on my bottom two. Jeremy Sohan is my... Second on my bottom two for the second straight game. He had six points while shooting three of ten from the field and no threes made in 22 minutes. He is number two on my bottom two. All right. Well, I had a complete, as as much as we were the same on the top two, I have a completely different bottom two. Um, My number one on the bottom two was Trey Jones. I just didn't like his effort, um, or not, I shouldn't say his effort, his output. Uh, he was two of eight shooting. He had four points, dished out five assists, and, uh, you know, just not a great night for Trey. And then Malachi Branham, who kind of I thought was getting it back the previous game, started getting a, a lot better, hitting some shots, um, but then had a regression tonight. He had, uh, in 10 minutes, he had no points and was 0 of 2 shooting. So that's my bottom two. That brings us overall in the season for the standings of our top two. Victor Wembanyama is leading that with uh, 16 total votes as our number one on the top two. And then overall in the season standings, right now Malachi Branham is at the end. He's been on this list 10 different times. So there's our season standings for the top two, bottom two. Our season standings for the Spurs, we have the second worst record in the NBA right now at 3-17. and 17. All right, now it's time for our question of the day. Tonight's question comes from Crystal in Spokane, Washington. Remember, you can always text us at 512-540-1626 to ask your question of the day. Crystal's question was this. It was impressive to see Rudy Gobert get 21 rebounds tonight. My question for you guys is, when is the last time a San Antonio Spur had 20 rebounds or more in a game? And Drew's always good with the numbers and stats, so I'm going to turn it over to him. Yeah, so I have the answer for you here. The last time a Spurs player had 20-plus rebounds was Keldon Johnson when he had 21 rebounds back on March 19, 2021 against the Cavaliers. When he got 20 rebounds, that was the first time since Tim Duncan in 2013. I thought that was going to be the answer, but after that, it's Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan. He had a lot of (laughs) 20-rebound games. Yeah. Yeah, and then prior to Tim Duncan, it probably would have been Dennis Rodman, Dennis Rodman, Dennis Rodman. But uh, anyway, very good question, Crystal. We appreciate that. And Drew, as always, on on point with his uh, his detailed uh, research. All right, now turning it back to Drew, it's time for this day in Spurs history. Yeah, so we have a matchup on December 6th, 1978, between two of the greatest, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and George Gervin. The Spurs ended up winning this game by one point. 
Leading scorer in this matchup was George Gervin for the San Antonio Spurs. Had tw- 27 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists. Billy Paltz had 23 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists. Mark Olberding Ol- 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 had 19 points, 11 rebounds. And we had Frankie Sanders with 16 points and 6 rebounds, 4 assists off the bench. The Spurs record improved to 11-12, and 12, and the Lakers dropped to 17-9. That is this day in Spurs history on December 6, 1978. All right, I like the throwback. That one's almost as old as me. Yep. Thanks for that one, Drew. That was good. Now we're going to preview our upcoming game as the Chicago Bulls with an 8-14 record come on into San Antonio to face the Spurs. The Bulls are coming into this thing with a three-game winning streak. And, of course, as I mentioned earlier, the Spurs are coming in with a 15-game losing streak. But Drew's got more on the Chicago Bulls for us. Yeah, so I would say they're a pretty old team there. They have, a, a, I guess, a little bit of a big three. They have DeMar DeRozan, who's having a rough year, averaging 21 points and three rebounds. Zach Levine is averaging t- – oh, no Zach Levine in this matchup. That's why the line is um, two and a half. Bulls are favored by two and a half. So no Zach Levine. That's going to hurt them a lot. Vucevic is averaging 15 points per game. And that's pretty much it about the Bulls. What do you got on them? Yeah, well, I really like Alex Caruso and uh, former A&M, A&M guy, but he really is a jack-of-all-trades for them. And, of course, Zach Levine. And then we, we have the former Spur, DeMar DeRozan, coming back. And I always loved DeMar DeRozan. He kind of surprised me as a just the kind of guy he was when he was in San Antonio. But uh, it'll be nice to see him come back. But this is the night. The losing streak ends. I'm calling it right now. I know the Vegas line has the Bulls favored by two and a half. We're ending the streak tonight. Mark it. And my player to go off, surprisingly, is going to be Mr. Charles Bassey. I think he's going to have a great game off the bench for the Spurs. And I think we're going to end up winning this one by seven points. Drew, what about you? I hope you're as optimistic as me, but who knows? I disagree on that one. Right. I got the Bulls to win this game by 15 points. Woo! Jeremy Sohan, my player, go off. I, I I don't think it'll be close, actually. I think the Bulls will have a good run in the fourth quarter and win this game by 15. Boo. But we'll see. I hope Drew's wrong, and I hope I'm right tonight. But uh, going to be a... Going to be a good contest. Going to be a lot of fun to watch. I'm excited to watch this one because I do feel like the Spurs are going to end it tonight. But we'll see if I'm right or if Drew's right. But we appreciate you joining us for the Spur of the Moment podcast. Our numbers have been increasing lately, and we uh, we appreciate you listening to us. And we're going to wrap this one up, and we'll be back to you after the Bulls after the Spurs win against the Bulls. Drew, would you take us home, please? Yes, thank everybody for listening. And as always, go Spurs, go!